This is episode number 321 of the To Birth and Beyond podcast. We're so excited to have you with us on this episode of To Birth and Beyond. I'm Jessie Mundell, mom, kinesiologist, and fitness coach to pregnant and current moms. And I'm Anita Lambert, mom, pelvic health and orthopedic physiotherapist with a focus on women's health. On the show, we provide information and education on fitness, the pelvic floor, fertility, pregnancy, birth, postpartum, and women's health. We offer a brave space to have candid and vulnerable conversations on the struggles and joys of motherhood, including all aspects of our physical, mental, and emotional health. While you're listening in, please remember that the information on the show is not meant to diagnose or treat any medical conditions. Please speak with your medical provider for all things related to your healthcare. We're so excited to have you. Let's dive into today's show. Hey friends, it's Jesse. I'm jumping in to invite you to my free on-demand workshop plus workout called Strong in 20. It is a complete full body and pelvic floor fitness solution for busy moms and parents. So if that is you, head to the link in today's show note to get your immediate access to the Strong in 20 class. I'm going to teach you how to implement this Strong in 20 plan into your own life immediately. I'm going to give you two really important exercise and body image mindset tips that I want you to take into the workout. And then I lead you through a comprehensive full body core and pelvic floor 20 minute strength training workout. You're going to want resistance bands and a set of dumbbells to take into the workout with you. So if you have that at home, or if you want to take the workout plan and do it with you at the gym, that fits too. And most importantly, in the Strong and 20 workshop, I really want you to experience what it's like to approach exercise from an entirely non-diet mindset. So please show up to the Strong and 20 workout in your body exactly as, as it is with no pressure to change it or for it to need to be different. Okay, friends. An intense workout schedule just may simply not be working for you at this time in your life through pregnancy, postpartum, parenthood. So the Strong in 20 workout and mindset principles are going to help you see how you can sustainably move in your real life right now. Head to the link in today's show notes and you're going to get access immediately once you download it. Hi friends, welcome back to another episode of To Birth and Beyond. It's Jesse Mundell. Solo today, apologies if my voice sounds a little crackly. I've been a little bit sick with some sort of respiratory something the last few days. So hopefully my voice will hold up throughout this episode today. We're not gonna be too long. I just have a couple things that I really wanted to talk to you about. So let's get into it. First of all, happy 2024. I'm just back. Today is my first workday back after a couple weeks of rest over the holidays. It was overall so, so nice and incredibly needed. We had a big 2023 in the business. It was just kind of non-stop effort and working and we had an incredible year. We had a challenging year, uh, but overall it was a really good year in the business, but we just needed 
to chill a little bit over the holiday. So we're back with a little bit of renewed energy today and kids are back to school. So that feels very nice. My patience was definitely uh, expiring the last few days of this break with the kids off school for two plus weeks. So we're into 2024. Let's do this. Okay, quick story time. Because the point of what I want to share with you today is my 2024 fitness priority. And now, if you've been following along, following me for any length of time, you know that I don't really have fitness goals. I don't really have workout goals. I haven't set specific body composition goals in particular for 10 plus years now. My goals are always entirely non-diet related and continues to be so for 2024 as well. Cannot imagine where I would ever go back to a time where that is not the case. Last year, my fitness goal, I'm not sure if you remember, was to relearn a back walkover. And let me start by saying that I did not achieve that in 2023 because I did not work at it consistently in 2023. I did work at it some, but not enough to achieve that goal. And it's something that's still on my radar. I will continue to check in with you about that, with that gymnastic skill that I haven't done in probably, gosh, close to 20 years. Still on my radar, still working on it. That, however, is not the goal for 2024. The goal for 2024 is to get stronger. And I have not had the goal to get physically stronger in probably 10 years. So I got pregnant for the first time nine plus years ago, just over nine years ago. And since then, my fitness goals have really all been centered around just trying to maintain regular strength training and you know, more so gentle, leisurely, cardiovascular type work. That's been my goal. Work out two to three times per week. Try to move my body gently most days in the form of walking usually. But I have not had fitness goals beyond that simply because my energy capacity and interest for it have not been there. So I've had two full-term pregnancies I have had two C-sections and just been in the weeds of parenting young kids for the last nine years. And I'm just finally coming to a point where I feel like I actually do have a bit more energy and capacity for exercise again. And that's kind of a fun place to be in. But let me tell you why my goal is to get physically stronger over 2024. So over the holiday break, while it was so wonderful, in like classic Jesse fashion, I ended up in the hospital. <laughs> I'm okay. I'm totally fine. But I ended up in the hospital for two nights. The reason being, I woke up on Christmas Day and I had this like very minor insect bite, what I thought what I still think was an insect bite on my thumb. And I didn't really think much of it. We live kind of rural 
I, I, we get bit by things all the time. So just like not a big deal. Christmas goes by. I'm noticing the thumb is getting a bit tight. It's getting a bit red. It's starting to feel a bit sore. And again, still, I think, you know, no big deal. I'm going to soak it in some salt water a few times over the next, you know, 12, 24 hours. See how it goes. Let me preface this by saying I will die because I did not seek medical attention soon enough. That will be the end of me. Okay. <laughs> I am so resistant to getting medical attention. It feels so dramatic. I always feel like it's going to be fine. It's no big deal. Like that is my attitude for most everything and particularly medical scenarios as well too. Boxing day, the 26th comes and it's looking rough. The thumb is looking very red. It's warm. It's swollen. The infection at this point, what I am now realizing is definitely an infection is spreading all the way down the thumb and maybe slightly into my hand and up my forearm as well too. Of course, we have a family thing to go to that day that I don't want to miss. I'm excited to see these people. I just soak it in salt water again, put some antibiotic cream on the thumb, band-aid it, off we go. I come back from the family function that night and with pen, just mark where that infection line is. Not sure if some of y'all remember, been through a very bad infection in my C-section scar incision after my first C-section. So I've kind of been down this road, which was eight and a half years ago, of having a nasty infection that needed medical attention. I'm really hoping it doesn't get to this point. Anyways, 26, I mark it on the skin, go to bed. Next morning I wake up, the infection is very much spread past that point. So at this point I realize, fuck, I gotta, I gotta do something about this today. Show my husband and he was like, you must go to the hospital immediately to get this checked out. And of course me being me, I'm like, oh my God, the hospital, the hospital for a thumb? Are we serious? Maybe I could just go to the walk-in clinic. We do not have a family doctor here. I'm in Canada. It's actually very difficult right now to seek medical attention. Basically, the only way is to go to the hospital emergency room or a walk-in clinic, both of which you know you're going to be waiting a long damn time to see someone. So I go to the hospital. I go to Emerge and... Right away, the triage nurse is like, oh, yeah, we're going to need some antibiotics on that, baby. I wait about two and a half hours, which is not bad at all, before they move me out of the emergency waiting room into a room where I'm waiting for a doc to come see me. Probably not too much longer after that, you know, three, three and a half hours total when I see someone. And they're a little bit worried at that point which I wasn't quite expecting. I was really thinking, you know, send me home with some amoxicillin and let's get this going. But no, at that point, they're pretty sure that the infection had spread into my tendon of my thumb 
and all the way up my forearm into my elbow. So we needed to get on IV antibiotics right away. They admitted me to the hospital. I needed to stay the night. And they also informed me at that time they weren't going to let me eat or drink after midnight in case we needed to do surgery the next day. <laughs> I was so annoyed and so grateful. These medical healthcare professionals were absolutely incredible, so wonderful, so overworked, understaffed, and I received really exceptional care. So shout out, thank you to all the medical professionals I saw during that day and what happened to be the couple of days following. So next day comes the plastics doc and resident I'd seen the residents the night before and that morning. They kept saying, you know, things were responding really well to the IV antibiotics, really hoping that the plastic stock decides we don't need to cut into this thing. She comes to see me later in the afternoon and says, yes, okay, I think we're getting good enough results with the antibiotics. We don't need to do the surgery at this point so you can eat and drink again, but you're going to need to stay another night. We're going to need to do more doses of the IV antibiotics and we'll see how it is tomorrow. So at this point, need to stay a second night. We're getting into now two days at the hospital. However, things were going well with the treatment and the infection was coming way, way down. I had went to the eMERGE on Wednesday. We're now at Friday morning. All looks pretty good. They're comfortable sending me home with 10 days of oral antibiotics to continue. And hopefully the infection will just fully heal on its own from here. I'm actually on my last day, day and a half of antibiotics today. So hopefully we're on the right track. Okay. Anyways, now that the story's out of the way, the reason why my 2024 fit fitness priority came to me during this time was because I was overhearing so many stories from older adults who were in the emergency room and who were on my floor that I was overhearing their conversations with these medical providers about the reasons that they were at the hospital. And so many of them were because of falls. So they had fallen in their home, they had fallen outdoors, and that's why they had come to emerge. And it just, of course, I know this, this is what my work is to do, to keep us active, strong, mobile, as long as freaking possible, so we can have as much agency in our bodies and our lives for as long as possible. And while I primarily work with, of course, pregnancy, postpartum, parents, folks into perimenopause and menopause, this training that we are doing now, it is all to set us up for the length of our lives. Because at some point, it just does become the difference maker 
for so many people in regards to how we are able to live when we get to be in our 70s, 80s, 90s, beyond, if we have the privilege of making it that far, to have the physical ability to be able to do your daily acts of living, to take care of yourself, to live in conditions that you, you know, hope or want to be living in. It just is really so impactful if we can keep these physical abilities as long as we are able to. And of course, health is not just only our personal responsibility. There are so many things out of our control and systemic issues at play that impact our ability to have access to health and healthcare. But what I'm saying is if it is within some grips of our control at this point, then let's go for it. Let's take care of these bodies. Let's get as much muscle mass on our bodies as you are able to or want to have. Let's keep our mobility in working order. Let's build these bones, especially if you are a woman of my age. I'll be 37 this summer. And it's just constantly, this is something that has been on my mind for years, but constantly much more so now as I get closer to 40, as I get closer to perimenopause and knowing what is to come beyond that point with potential bone loss and muscle mass loss that will occur is just trying to and wanting to really pay attention and to build those resources for my body now and in the years to come. So I do not have any like specific weights I want to lift or you know, numbers I want to do, specific exercises I want to do. It's not really that for me. It's just my intention is to push myself a little bit more, challenge myself a little bit more during my regular strength training workouts to pick up weights that are a little bit heavier and a little bit heavier over time. So I've been really comfortable, really happy, just kind of coasting along the last nine years to keep active, to maintain strength. And those have been wonderful, wonderful goals. If you're in that stage, pregnancy, early postpartum, if your energy, if your capacity is low, stay there. But if you're like me and feeling like, okay, actually, I got a little bit of oomph in the tank now. Perhaps you want to ramp up the strength a little bit more through 2024 as well, too. So let me know, actually, if this sounds like this might be the direction that you're heading into. Let me know on Instagram at Two Birth and Beyond Podcast. Leave a comment when this post goes live or send me a DM and just let me know if you're feeling this vibe for 2024 as well too. Okay, friends. So I hope you're doing well. I hope your entry into 2024 has been smooth and gentle, free of infection. And I'm so excited to get to chat with you over this year.
we're going to have lots of really fun, exciting podcast episodes, much more to come about pregnancy, postpartum, exercise, body image. We're venturing much more into perimenopause and menopause topics over this year, in addition to, of course, all our birthing content too. Okay, be well, friends. I'll chat with you soon. We hope you enjoyed listening to this episode of the To Birth and Beyond podcast. You can find any links or resources we discussed in the show notes at tobirthandbeyond.com. And if you enjoyed today's show, we would love for you to leave us a review on iTunes and subscribe to the To Birth and Beyond podcast in iTunes or Stitcher. 